You are listening to the Julie Parker Practice Success Podcast, where you discover management insights and strategies for a successful dental practice. There are also interviews with key people in the industry who have advice and services to help you and your team achieve great success. Hey, and welcome to episode three of the Julie Parker Practice Success Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I want to ask you, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? What a beautiful question. It comes from such a space of generosity, doesn't it? That question of what can I do for you? When I ask you that question, it comes from a space of I don't mind if I need to go to a bit of effort or I don't get things done for myself because I just want to get things done for you. I think this question of what can I do for you can be so powerful. And here is why. What can I do for you can become your dental practices customer service policy. Can you imagine that? That the mindset, the thought process, the approach that every team member had when they were looking at your precious patients in the surgery or phoning up over the telephone, that they were coming from a place of, what can I do for you? What can I do for you to help solve your problem? What can I do for you to help you be more educated about what's going on in your mouth? What can I do for you to help you feel more calm and relaxed during your dental appointment time? It's a glorious space. If all of your team members had that approach towards your patients, your patients would feel very cared for. And within a dental surgery situation, having patients feel cared for is a very important element of what you do. That's what they talk about to their friends and families after they've had a very positive experience. You should see how my dental practice treats me. They're all so helpful. They just want me to have a good time there. (laughs) So what can I do for you is a very powerful question when it is that mindset that your team members have as an approach to your patients. But let's take it another step further. What if your team members towards each other had this very generous mindset? Receptionist, what can I do for you? I've got a spare half hour. What can I do for you? Go to the into the stereo room and you're doing your instruments and another nurse brings in their instruments and you say, that's okay. I can do these for you. What else can I do for you while I'm standing here? I can do that for you. That every team member had, when they first approached each other, a willingness and enthusiasm to help each other move through the responsibilities of their day. That this genuine caring space that your team members approach your patients with, they're also approaching each other with. And I recently wrote a blog about the value of caring and how crucial I think it is as one of the values that you adopt as a dental practice. And... I had a team member at one of my clients 
say over the WhatsApp group when somebody said to her, thank you so much for helping me out when you just before you left work for the day. She then responded back, that is my pleasure. We work better when we help each other. Beautiful. And within my blog, I wrote that team members who care for each other, truly care for one another, are capable of just about anything. Amazing things. They put themselves to the side to help the other. So what can I do for you can become your team culture policy as well as your customer service policy. When you are recruiting and appealing to new team members to come on board, you are appealing to a group of people who resonate with that strong philosophy. We want to find somebody who loves working in a team where they truly care for one another, where they look at each other and ask the question, what can I do for you? Because they want to see each other succeed. They want to see each other achieve happiness, productivity, efficiency in their day. We're going to take this even a step further, this whole what can I do for you concept. I want you to imagine you're going in for your yearly performance review. You're tense. You're an employee. You wonder what on earth is going to face you when you walk into that room. You walk in, you sit across the desk of your boss. You know from past performance reviews that there's always going to be a couple of things that are uncomfortable to listen to about your performance, areas where they would like you to improve or things that you may have done wrong weeks or months ago. (laughs) You walk in, you sit across from your boss. They lean in. They look you in the eye. And your boss says to you, what can I do for you? What do you mean, what can you do for me? What can I do for you to help you be more efficient, more productive and happier working here? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, who would have an answer to that? Actually, many of you may have an answer to that because if we are lacking resources to be efficient, productive and happy in our working environments, they are normally top of mind stuff that we are at the ready to present if anyone cared enough to ask. So rather than having the managers, the superiors, the owners, the bosses of the dental practice that you're working in, scrutinizing your behavior and highlighting where you're slipping up, which does not happen in all of the practices. It happens in a small number of them. But can you imagine if that was flipped and instead the mindset, the approach, the consideration from the leadership was constantly curious about what can I do to help these employees perform not just well but magnificently and be delighted and happy that they're working here and give me all the loyalty under the sun because it's such an awesome place to be because I have cared enough 
to ask. And I have felt responsible enough as a leader to ask, what can I do for you? It really is a flip. Usually it's the other way around. Let me tell you, employee, what you can do for me. But when it's turned around the other way, you're not only identifying areas or creating the environment where you can see areas that can be improved for your employees to actually deliver a top performance, but you are also leading by example. It comes from the top down as everything involving leadership does. You can't say one thing and put something else into action and be seen as a consistent leader. If you are approaching your team members with that level of consideration, then they will put it in practice in turn with each other and with the patients of the practice. So what can I do for you? Such a seemingly simple question. To be able to ask it requires a certain characteristic within people, a caringness, a generosity of spirit. But it can be your leadership policy as well as your team culture policy, as well as your customer service policy. This is such a powerful concept. One of the reasons why it is, not just because of the results it can get, but also because of its simplicity. Things that are complex are difficult to understand and difficult to implement. Things that are simple can be easy to implement, certainly easy to understand, but you still are required to do one thing. If this concept of what can I do for you excites you as much as it excites me, and it really does excite me, I've been promoting this concept for the last few years to my clients. If it excites you as well, it's not enough. Like everything in life, it's not enough just to know it and just to be excited by it. It's not enough just to share it and say, this is the way forward. We need to put steps in place in order for it to be implemented, adopted, and then become a natural way of behaving as a team. And what I've done to help that process is to develop a plan to help guide your team moving forward with this what can I do for you concept. Number one, I suggest you gather your team together. I'm a huge fan of gathering everyone together, getting their thoughts and views around this new concept, any new concept that you're trying to implement, whether it be a new value for your practice or a new appearance policy moving forward. But with this what can I do for you concept, you gather everyone together, you discuss it. I've got a video that I have put a link to in the show notes so everyone can see me talking about what can I do for you. Get feedback from everyone. Talk about what that would look like in your team. What would what can I do for you concept look like when you are approaching, communicating with and engaging your patients? What would what can I do for you concept look like in terms of our behavior, the things we say, the way we are with one another, 
when we're talking about implementing it as part of our team culture? And what would it look like if our leaders within the organisation adopted that same mindset of what can I do for you? What that meeting of minds will do is create clarity and a sense of importance that we're going to be doing this now. And especially when you draw a line in the sand and you say, this is the way things are now. This is the way we want to go. This is how we're going to get there. And this is the role each one of us will play in getting there. So everyone's very clear around the expectations and the actions that we want to see. Then we need to allow people enough time to repeat, modify, repeat, modify, repeat, modify their behavior. And that requires follow-up. So have regular monthly meetings where you're just talking about this new concept of what can I do for you. So you can talk about the barriers that are coming up for one another. You can talk about whether actually everyone is implementing this process or not. During the working days, reward behaviours and actions that are aligned with this new concept and then acknowledge them publicly in that monthly meeting. Reward the behaviour you want repeated And we need to be able to repeat it. And to be able to repeat it, we need to have a reminder. Now, if you do have morning huddles each day within your dental practice, this is a beautiful opportunity to remind everybody, remember, for the coming weeks, months, however long it takes, we are focusing on what can I do for you concept. And to help you with that, I have made up silicon wristbands and on the side of the silicon wristband it actually has written what can I do for you it's a reminder a physical anchoring of the concept within this wristband contact me at my email address which is in the show notes julie at julieparkerpracticesuccess.com.au tell me how many of these wristbands you would like sent out to you They are for free. You just have to pay postage. That's it. And then in the morning huddle, each day, have a bowl with these wristbands in it. Once you've done your morning huddle and you're talking about what we're focusing on this day, this week, this month, remember we're focusing on shifting our mindset to what can I do for you? Now, everyone who's on board, pick up a wristband and pop it on your wrist. And throughout the day, that physical reminder will shift people's behavior. And I have seen evidence of it in practice after practice after practice that I have worked with. I had one practice that I was working with and he took this wristband home and he wore it in front of his two little children and his wife. And then over subs and he explained and he explained to them exactly what this concept was. And then over subsequent days, he and his wife started to recognize that their two little children were wandering around asking their parents, what can I do for you for dinner? What can I do for you to help? What can I do for you? 
extraordinary, this ripple effect, because one member of the family brought this concept home. I know that for me, the physical reminder on my wrist really draws my energy back, my mindset back to what it should be. And, you know, the traffic on the roads can get a little bit frustrating at times. (laughs) But when I'm wearing this wristband, I have to tell you, I'm more patient. (laughs) I let people in front of me. I don't get frustrated as nearly as much. So it can have a substantial impact on the way you maneuver yourself on the way you behave throughout the day. I encourage you to give it a shot. I think it's a very powerful concept. And as I say, I have seen it roll out in dental practices and staff members do start caring more for one another, showing more caring attitudes towards the patients. And in the times that I have seen leaders truly take on this concept, they have developed a whole new concept around leadership and the relationship they have with their employees absolutely improves and they've got much greater clarity moving forward. So I encourage you to get on board. Ask yourself, what can I do for you? And what you can do for me right now (laughs) is if you are enjoying this podcast, we're only at episode three, but if you're enjoying it, I would love for you to put a five-star review on your favorite podcatcher, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever you have. If you would like to put a positive review up, I would also love that as well. But certainly share it with your friends and other people within the dental practice industry who may find this useful over your social media pages. I would truly appreciate it. A reminder that this week in the club, we're talking about values and I talk about my four key values that I find are crucial for any dental practice to move forward with. And it is a very big thing to identify your values as a business. It's an even bigger thing to actually implement them so they play an active role in the way you operate as a business and operate to each other and to your patients as well. So this week on the club, If you are a member, look forward to that Lunch and Learn because it's going to tell you about how important values are, why values are so important, the role they play in your business and what my four key values are for dental practice success. Also, a quick reminder, Dental Business Mastery, that's the company that I have with my colleague, Amina Basal of Dental Management Expertise. And we have got a two-day new dental practice startup conference happening here in Melbourne in Richmond on July 31st, August 1st of this year. So there are links in the show notes so you can go along and find out more about that. Also about Dental Biz Mastermind. That's another product of Dental Business Mastery. Dental Biz Mastermind, mastermind concept came about from Napoleon Hill who learned it from Carnegie and it's about getting like-minded people together to help share resources, information, motivation, and accountability to make sure all your dreams come true and you are achieving and ticking off all your goals. And the link to Dental Biz Mastermind is also in the show notes, so have a look there as well. Until next time, I hope you have an absolutely groovy week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, you should join the club. 
the club members receive an online lunch and learn every week where I share insights, systems and strategies to improve the success of your practice. These lunch and learns could not be easier. They are recording so you can watch them at a time that suit you. Members also have full access to the library of all of our past topics. The price is just $199 per month and it is a powerful and effective way to upskill your team. I hope to see you there.